This episode is brought to you by Dunnings, your local distributor of quality fuels and lubricants throughout Western Australia. Dunnings Fuel operate their fleet of trucks 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Dunnings keeps the whole state running. Find out more at dunningsfuel.com.au. Listening to the Central Station Podcast, where we bring you true stories of what life in the outback is really like and why many wouldn't live anywhere else. So pull up a stump, pop the billy on, or crack a cold one as we talk to the men and women who call some of the most remote parts of Australia home. This podcast is brought to you by Ariat Australia, the perfect choice for the tough jobs. Ariat boots and clothing work hard, look good, and are so comfortable there's never a need to slow down. Visit ariat.com.au today. Hi, my name is Debbie Dowden, and this is my story. We shouldn't be running cattle here, it's sheep country. Chalice Station has some of the best saltbush flats in the district and was carefully selected in the 1880s by the astute George Chandler Dowden and his sons. They had driven their mob of sheep across from Borough in South Australia to the beautiful lower Murchison country in search of new ground to settle. As some of the first squatters in the area, they shepherded their sheep, choosing the best country in the district for their merinos. After a good look around... They lay claim to a number of blocks and in 1888 these blocks were amalgamated into Chalice Station. So where are the sheep? For 120 years the Dowden family bred and selected big-framed, loose-skinned merinos that cut about 10 kilos of 21 to 22 micron wool. Five generations of Dowdens and countless generations of sheep survived the terrible drought of the 1930s where the sheep numbers were reduced to a thousand of the core breeding ewes. They survived the floods of 1992 and 1995 by rescuing sheep from islands formed by floodwaters with a boat. They survived the collapse of the reserve wool price scheme by operating trucks. They survived the terrible accident that took John's right arm and his wife Rita. They survived the medulated fibre contamination of the white wool industry, brought about by some shiny bum in the ag department saying that dameras would be good for the rangelands. What the sheep couldn't survive, though, was an infestation of wild dogs that skulked in from the north and the east and put an end to small stock production in the southern rangelands. No flock can withstand an onslaught of dogs that come in for a night's sport and leave a horror of tortured, bleeding sheep in their wake. No pastoralist can sleep once they understand the reality of what is happening on the far-flung corners of the property. So in 2008, Challa was destocked. And like that, the sheep were gone. After 120 years of hard work by five generations of Dowden families, the land fell silent. 
Chala lay dormant then, waiting to see if there was any chance the dogs could be defeated. The fences were still strained, the mills kept pumping, but mostly for the future. The new frame over the old shearing shed stands as a monument to the government's abandonment of the southern rangelands. The southern rangelands are a basket case, said the Act Department in 2009. It's not worth investing any money in a dog-proof fence. Forget about them. And the new frame over the old shearing shed also stands as testament to our reluctance to give up on wool. Like any business that is going to survive, we needed to adapt to our new circumstances. We were presented with an opportunity to purchase the abandoned, derelict, but once highly productive station next door. Complex negotiations at the 11th hour prior to the lease reverting back to unallocated Crown land, as the leases were renewed in 2015, meant that Chala was able to amalgamate with Windermara Station and become a viable cattle enterprise. We shouldn't be running cattle here. It's beautiful sheep country but we're determined to stay on this property and so, since 2015, we've built our cattle herd to almost a thousand head. Wild dogs do attack calves, but they don't have the devastating impact on cattle that they do on sheep. We love running cattle, don't get us wrong. They're offering new challenges and opportunities. We're upgrading our infrastructure and upsizing our fences to accommodate our new stock. We are spending a lot of money and working too hard, but in order to survive here, we must adapt. There's a lot of country here that we're not using for cattle. Cattle need grass, but it would be perfect country for sheep one day. Ag Workforce specialises in recruiting for agricultural jobs, including farm work, station work and agribusiness across Australia. View current jobs, advertise a position, or register as a job seeker at agworkforce.com.au. Listening to the Central Station Podcast, where we bring you true stories of what life in the outback is really like and why many wouldn't live anywhere else. So pull up a stump, pop the billy on, or crack a cold one as we talk to the men and women who call some of the most remote parts of Australia home. This podcast is brought to you by Ariat Australia, the perfect choice for the tough jobs. Ariat boots and clothing work hard, look good, and are so comfortable there's never a need to slow down. Visit ariat.com.au today.